Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Always Online Podcast, brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer related. It is 2022. We've had a couple of weeks off. Everybody's refreshed. You never know going into the holidays there. Is there going to be a ton of news? Is there going to be no news? Is it going to be slower? You know, and generally this year was a little slower. That's fine. That's fine. But we got a lot to cover to catch you up on all kinds of legal stuff and the year starting off with all kinds of different news. We're going to get right down to it, including seeing how well we did on our 2021 predictions and going through our predictions for 2022. Sure to go awry. And of course, it wouldn't be that type of show if we weren't doing it with Mr. Jason Winter. Happy New Year, my friend. I like the no-shave 2022 you got going on. Yeah, it's my New Year's resolution. Never shave. No, no, it's just I felt lazy and didn't want to shave for a couple weeks. I wasn't, wasn't going to be on a cast. And I was like, you know, I might as well let them see it once before I shave it off. I'll probably do like later today or tomorrow morning. So, Have you ever like you gone go. full lumberjack or anything? Oh, yeah. Well, not, I mean, not like down to my... Like I've seen you, know, you, yeah, I've seen you grow it yeah. like that much before. Maybe a little more in the past, in years past, Game Breaker. I mean, years past, but... like, like you've seen you've seen the shot of my dad. Now he had that for like you know forty years or whatever. Yeah. Did you have years. you ever rocked something? Like I've never that? Gone, I've never gone that far with oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Like he was actually. I mean, you could actually pick out the curly hairs. You could actually feel them separately. So. I don't think that's something I would like. I don't know if I'm I would do I'm not saying you're that. going like, to, but you know, when you're when when I was like four years old, sitting on his lap, you know, I play with it or whatever. Just but, you know. walk up to somebody. That's a really nice beard. Let me see those curly hairs. <laughs> <laughs> also on the line, guaranteed to make some predictions that will probably be wrong, just like the rest of us. Ms. Quinlan Bowers, what's up, Q? Happy New Year. Wait, you expect me to make predictions about anything? Don't I usually hedge this? Yeah, I know. What do you don't you ever done this before? <laughs> we know how cute is she's gonna waffle on all of them. Exactly. <laughs> I mean you can't be wrong if you never try to be right, right? That's the way it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. She has more waffles than the like, Denny's. Ah. Zing. Look, if you wanna know what I think is gonna happen in Doctor Who, then fine. But come on, real life. <laughs> We are, of course, doing the show live. It is Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern, so we've got chat joining us here on twitch.tv slash MMOBomb. Sure to chime in with their opinions as we go. If you're watching on YouTube or on MMOBomb.com, don't forget to put your weekly bombs or question of the week answers down below. That's what drives engagement. And, of course, share what we do with uh, all of your friends if you like what we do here. We've got a ton of different like new video stuff coming that Troy and I have been working on in the background and... It's going to be exciting. We got a lot of cool stuff coming. So, in other words, tuned. that you've been working on. <laughs> I, I heard you talking to Troy yesterday. Yeah, there will be no Troy, Mad World video, gameplay action. We're just going to do a Mad World first look uh, when it comes out. But as for, on the first look front, by the way, there's a lot of those coming out in January and February, looking to be pretty busy. In fact, some of that is what we're going to cover in the news. So let's slide over and get started. Twenty twenty two off to a busy start. Off to a busy start. We've got changes across the board, some good, some bad. So let's take you through some of them. Let's talk about one of my favorites and Q, one that you've dabbled in. Jason couldn't care less. Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis. We were supposed to get Summoner pretty soon, but right at the tail end of the year, like New Year's Eve, they were like, hey, by the way, here's a little update. Roadmappy stream, you ain't getting summoner as early as you thought. 
So they backed out Summoner. Uh, and they also, yesterday we reported on, hey, PSO2 New Genesis getting a frame rate bump, which is good because the game does suffer from a lower frame rate. With Q, the little asterisks underneath it, of course, that there's only a particular subset of users that will enjoy that frame rate increase. So, yeah, on the um, the Summoner thing, one, they didn't actually say, like, they didn't actually do anything to indicate the Summoner thing. They just kind of didn't add it. Yeah, it was just, and like, slowly removed on, from the, the roadmap. Somebody came along and was like, uh, so what's the deal here? And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, you're not getting that, at least not right now. Um, as for the frame rate increase, the if you have the uh, NVIDIA GTX card, then you should be good, but for everybody else i nope. i don't know what to tell you i'm sorry <laughs> yeah summoner late 2022 jason and on the frame rate thing like i i like i get it right i work in tech i get that some tech causes you know performance increases some lags behind and stuff like that but this seems like this seems really arbitrary like if you have an nvidia card and it's in this line of cards we're able to, and, and they are taking advantage of uh, some some tech on those particular cards. So I, I get it because they're using that whole uh, DLSS support from from NVIDIA. But if you're a, you know an Athlon user or an NVIDIA user that doesn't have a graphics card like that and you're a PSO2 fan, you got to be looking at that and going, come on, guys. <laughs> Enjoy your 30 frames per second. That's all you get. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I like how the comparison didn't actually put it at 60 either. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Did, did I say 30? I meant you get 20. Yeah, so when they did the comparison on this one, they were like showing side-by-side -side, uh, things. The one, the the non-DLSS had a frame rate of, what, what was it, Q, in the tweet or, or whatever. Uh, the picture showed a frame rate of like 30 or something like that and then yeah and i think the other one was like 42 or something. yeah it wasn't like it was like here's 30 and 60 it was like yeah we'll give you a couple <laughs> so like i just pictured some guy in a trench coat yo you want some of these frames <laughs> like, <laughs> come on over here pso2 fans buy some of these frames i don't know but summoner yeah that's kind of a big blow for a lot of people not getting that until the end of 2022 it's not like, Jason, the game's known for having an overabundance of content right now anyway. I mean, they did add the new continent. People are enjoying that. Ninja uh, li likes it, the new area, region, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, yeah, I, I still feel like you were right, Jason. Either get this two or three years down the road and then launch it, or if you're going to do what you did just skip pso2 launching and then a year later new genesis coming here i just it's i feel like it's been mishandled yeah i i don't know what their plan was and it's just basically turned me off of that the whole microsoft store fiasco i haven't even, I haven't yeah even oh that's right yeah, yeah. like I, I just don't have any interest i have other stuff i'd rather do instead so they really just i think bungled the way they handled it all moving on to some other 2022 changes Guild Wars 2's narrative lead, Tom Abernathy, is leaving, well, has left ArenaNet uh, and is headed over to Bungie. And you know what? I kind of feel like that's a really great move for him, actually. Yeah. Like, most of the time you're like, oh, man, this is going to be catastrophic, Jason. Like, 
not one person doesn't work a game. We understand that. There are hundreds of people behind titles as big of, as Guild Wars 2. A narrative lead can absolutely have an influence when a departure happens. No doubt. Doesn't mean everything's going to hell in a handbasket, but that is a position where there is probably going to be some impact. But end of uh, end of dragons is in the bag like narratively mm -hmm. and dialogue wise that's all in the bag and done yeah, and tom done. abernathy even replied to our tweet saying hey you guys because you said the same thing in the piece that's probably done he replied to mmo bomb's tweet saying don't worry gang it is all done you're right yeah it's all it's all in the bag and and finished uh and bungie is a is a group that i feel like could probably use a little bit of quality narrative help right now. So this might be one of the better moves for a developer for a narrative lead that I've seen in a while. Yeah, they don't necessarily need the help on Destiny 2 either because they've talked about having right. other stuff, new IPs they want to work on. So, you know, by 2025, I think was the date they gave. So in theory, this is when you'd want to hire on a narrative lead to craft that story, craft the lore, whatever, about three years out and work on that throughout until you're ready to launch. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect this to have any influence on End of Dragons. I don't expect it to have yeah. any influence on Witch King for Destiny 2 because that's already in the bag too. Yeah. So it's like the timing really couldn't be Witch better. Queen. Yeah, which Queen? Was Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah Witch <laughs> Queen, sorry. <laughs> I was just watching it yesterday. My bad. Okay. Uh, Taking his place, Bobby Stein, who is a longtime veteran. So I feel like this is just good across the board, Q. It's not one of those, you know, Casey Hudson is leaving Anthem stories, you know, leaving Bioware stories where you're like, there's probably a bad reason. I feel like this is just Tom gets an opportunity to do something new that uh, that's going to be beneficial. Guild Wars 2 is in a good place. It's got a veteran person coming in behind them. It just feels good all the way around for everybody. Unless you're just super Tom fan and you're like, oh no, my Guild Wars 2, Tom's gone. But I, I don't know how many of those fans are out there. Isn't Bungie um, also the one that recently announced that they're looking more towards like really hiring people in their locations and not having to have people, you know, move to where their studios are and stuff like that, like just opening more stuff up in general. Well, it seems like that. Really yeah, Bioware said that. Yeah, oh, that was Bioware. Okay. I mean, granted, I a lot of companies are probably doing that too. Yeah, well, I mean, any company with sense, but there's also a whole bunch of companies that are like, all right, it's been like, you know, twelve months. Yeah, so get your ass back in the office. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think that's gen generally good news. Departures can be bad news, but I don't think this one is. And we obviously yeah. we wish Tom the best of luck and Bobby the best of luck in their new roles, uh, uh, both at Bungie and at ArenaNet. Bless Unleashed, gang. Ooh, shit, did stuff. <laughs> did the end of the year come in a swinging for Bless Unleashed? So... If you didn't see it, that means you weren't following MMOBomb.com over the holidays, in which case, shame on you. Happy New Year. Visit the damn site. That's what pays the bills. But Bless Unleashed, the PC version, yeah, uh, NeoWiz is done. They're, they're just, they're over it. Uh, they're, yeah. uh, they are sending that game to Valof, Valof, however you prefer. Uh, if you don't really remember that company it's one that we kind of hear on mmo bomb uh, occasionally it is usually where an older game gets funneled off to. to die <laughs> yeah i don't want to say goes to die because that might be another topic that <laughs> we'll talk about a little later 
Take but, you up behind the valve. But like they take yeah. they they have Riders of Icarus and you know games that had populations, not staggering populations, but populations enough that somebody wanted to keep the game alive. Bless Unleashed PC isn't all isn't a Riders of Icarus though, Jason. That was just launched on PC not all that long ago, and now NeoWiz is like, nah, screw it, we're done. Given giving it to Velof, they're taking it over, and then. Their content roadmap just got blown out of the water because of this transition. So if you are a Bless Unleashed PC fan, this probably isn't the best news for you. Yeah, they say that they they say we tried to follow the update schedule promised in the roadmap, but it's getting delayed due to the service transfer. Which on some some point you'd say, okay, that makes a little sense with things being transferred over. We saw how it went with Arcage going from uh going to Cacao from uh, uh Gamigo. Yeah, I mean, that's delayed fresh start servers indefinitely. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I can't believe that game still... I can't believe people... Well, I can't believe people People are still excited about that game. Like, oh, Arcade 2 is coming. Maybe that'll be... You know, why would it? Why would it be better? Give me a reason why you think it would. Anyway. Um, but yeah, well, of course, same thing with Bless Online versus Bless Unleashed. Oh, it'll be better. It'll be better. Yeah, well, it really wasn't, but, you know. This doesn't impact the console players. This doesn't impact the console players, which I would imagine to this day is probably where most of that player base still is, right? Like, yeah, I'm sure there were people interested in checking it out on PCQ, but that was developed as a console game with originally no plans to come to PC. They just kind of got. I'm not. I'm not really surprised to see the PC version floundering at the moment. Yeah, obviously. I mean, like. I think most of the PC players that you would have brought over are also the people that you burned with the original Bless. So <laughs> they probably just went, screw this. And I mean, you did, of course, get some people that were interested in, you know, getting into it for whatever reason. But I'm I'm pretty sure that, they, that somehow when they decided, oh, we'll pick up a bunch of players if we just bring this to PC, they did the math wrong. Just... A little bit. More moves. Joe Ziegler, director of Valorant, is going to be moving over to a new game inside Riot. So this one's still staying in the same company, moving uh, on a, onto a new project. Andy Ho is going to take over as the director for Valorant. What I thought was interesting about this news, because it's kind of, Jason, yeah, a game director is moving, but they're staying in the same company. So... Yeah, I mean, the person's still there to tap as a resource if the Valorant team needs some information on something. It's, there's no knowledge loss or anything happening here. What I thought was most interesting about this is that we already know that Riot Games is working on an MMORPG in the world of Runeterra. But they didn't say that's where he's going. They just said they're working on a new game and he's going to work on that. So is there something else in the works at Riot? Or is this just... You know, we'll leave it up to you to assume that he's going to the MMORPG. I could believe either. Like, I could believe that there is something new and they haven't announced it because they've been pumping out games left and right. You know, for yeah, the they really wanted to earn the years. S finally. Yeah, they've been earning that S real hard. So I could believe it's something new, but I could also believe it is the MMORPG because that hasn't been formally announced. It's been Ghostcrawler tweeting every now and then. That's the whole formal announcement aspect of the MMORPG. So. If he's working on that, I could believe it, even without you know directly saying that he is. Q, yeah, I like the way Q worded this in the piece. She was like, "Hey, all we know right now is it's something new and wink, wink, secret secrets." <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's it. I, I, mean, I just feel like if it was the MMORPG queue, they would have said, hey, he's going to go work with Ghostcrawler on our League of Legends-inspired MMORPG. Like, that is not even a badly kept secret now. That is a publicly available piece of information. To me, I, I lean, uh, unlike Jason, where I could see this either way, I lean more towards there's another project we're going to find out about soon. I feel like the fact that they said something new, yeah. because... I mean, yes, technically the MMO will be new, but it's not something new that we didn't already know about. Like, it's it's not really something. It's it's just new at this point. So I feel like the something new makes it a different game. <sighs> Lots of NFTs in gaming news. We got Square Enix basically dedicating their Happy New Year letter to it. We talked about that on the Relic Grind yesterday. Because some people just play games for fun. We can't have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why on earth would you would you do that? Well, I mean, if you're a Path of Exile fan, you probably like Chris Wilson's response to them, though, Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone uh, asked about that uh, on Twitter, and uh, Bex, the community manager for, uh, for Grinding Gear Games, says, I showed Chris's tweet, you know, about the tweet of a person asking if there would be NFTs in, in Path of Exile. And he said to say, quote, Chris says NFTs can fuck off. And no, they did not edit the language or abbreviate or no. They were just That is a direct quote. A direct quote from Chris Wilson. Uh yeah. I I guess that makes you feel safe for PoE and PoE2, more importantly. Uh, Jason, in a flash of brilliance for the subheadline on this one, said, subtitle, Bwahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahah
But is it still enough when you're talking about companies as big as Blizzard, as big as Riot Games is, to cause change? Or is it just like we've said in other cases, you know, that's the miscellaneous fund on the P&L? Yeah, I mean, it seems like such a, a massive amount of money to me, right? Like, of course, 18 million does. <laughs> so, I was going to but... say, Q's got it where she's like, 18 million, whatever. 100 million? <laughs> well, All right, I mean... now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, like in the, the lower millions, it's like an amount of money that I can actually imagine. And then when you start getting up into, you know, the triple digit millions and the billions and stuff, and then I'm just like, I have no idea what this means anymore because it's so abstract. But it still is like compared to what the company is worth, such a tiny amount that it is, you, you do really question if at the end of the day, they're going to care. But then again, you figure most of these people that are sitting on these boards and everything else and care about money, they care about all of it. Yeah. <laughs> they want all of it. So a hundred million, even if it's really technically pocket change to them, they don't care because they will totally scrimp on like a dollar meal item in order to save themselves a couple of bucks and just hoard it. So, I mean, it might be enough to actually make them give a crap about, you know, fixing something. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm more interested in the way they say some of the funds are going to be used, Jason. Like, initially, out of the gate, some of this money is going to go to approximately 1,065 women employees and 1,300 women contract workers uh, that were part of all of the, the settlement and the investigation stuff. It's going to settle all those claims brought by both the DFEH and the Division of Labor Standards Enforcement but then this is where I think, okay, well, maybe maybe this is a good thing. Like, obviously, I would rather we weren't in this spot. Hmm. But it also calls for comprehensive injunctive release, relief in the form of workplace reforms, independent expert analysis of Riot's pay, hiring, and promotion practices, and independent monitoring of sexual harassment and retaliation at Riot's California office for the next three years. A $6 million cash reserve for each of those years will be created to then make pay adjustments and to fund diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. And the programs, you know, the companies use those types of things as just buzzwords. Look, okay, we, we, we're now spinning up a program or a committee or, you know, if you're Activision, eight committees uh, that all report to the board. But making pay adjustments, that is a, in perpetuity, type of change. Yeah, you have this cash reserve to initially fund the big jump in pays or uh, balancing in pays for the next three years, but it's not like you're just going to increase their pay for three years and then, okay, we're out of funds. This is setting a different standard going forward. They didn't get here willingly. They didn't get here the right way. I would rather they got here a different way, but are these changes that you can see lasting or are these like token $18 million, yeah, you got a little bit of money out of them, but I don't see anything that's going to cause lasting change here. Maybe if Blizzard had pay equity, Jenya Barr would still be working there. But yeah. True. Uh, I mean, I do think it's pretty good. And again, comparing to Blizzard, and I write that in the article, Riot's been a little better, I think, about their just their response in general about seeming more apologetic and seeming more like they want to make changes. And they've even contacted us when I wrote something a while back and I said, Hey, we just to let you know, we did do this thing, you know, we did yeah. pre-trained this thing. So they do seem to be more out there. Now, whether that's PR, whether that's, again, their guys contacting us to let us 
let the media know that we're doing something, or at least we say we're doing something. Can't really tell for sure because I'm not in there. I don't know exactly what the ins and outs are. I will say this. Riot has never backed away from a tough question. That doesn't mean that they have answered it the way I, I personally would have liked them to answer it. But every time I have contacted the the head of PR over there, you know, I'm not going to give names or anything, but the, the the different heads of whatever information I need. A, I have always gotten a reply back. I have never once been blown off by Riot in 12 years of doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And two, even when the questions weren't that great, like the when this whole thing broke in 2018, they not only answered questions... Uh, that I'd send over, but offered to sit down and like they, I I can't hear from Blizzard at all. No, no. Like I've, I can't. When I was working for the magazine, we barely got contact with Blizzard. Yeah. Um, unless I am reaching out to them to get access to something, which generally that's pretty easy to do when when they had new titles, <laughs> when when they made new games, that's pretty easy to do. But to get a PR person, even from a website, you know. Uh, Blizzard. I mean, we're not IGN or anything, but we're also not Jim Bob's MMO site. Um, yeah, I will give Riot credit on that front, at least. You know, our order Jim Bob's gonna be really upset about that. <laughs> Jim Bob Luis. Yeah, Jim that's, Bob that's Luis. <laughs> oh, good lord. This isn't necessarily illegal, but it's shady as fuck. For a company that has already been accused of being shady. Now, I do have to pass out some uh, credit here. I am showing you B-roll. That uh, This is from... Oh, what the hell's their name? I'm sorry. Uh, People, People Make Games. People Make Games. Yeah, Quentin Smith of People Make Games. Uh, they've done a couple of videos. We have reported on all of them, criticizing Roblox for, you know... Under uh, not not sharing the the money enough, having minors in, involved, and it's just a mess. Uh, I would highly recommend you go check out these videos in their entirety. You can find them right on MMO Bomb just by searching the most recent Roblox articles, or you can head on over to their personal YouTube ta- page. People make games, so I'm showing that B roll here because in on top of all of this, turns out the CEO of Roblox might not be. The most ethical person on the planet no. himself. No. I know. If you can believe it. If you can believe it. CEO David Bazuki, apparently, for years now, has been using a little tax loophole. Now, again, I want to emphasize this is not actually illegal, what, the, they are, what he's doing. But it is certainly slimy and unethical because it is quite clearly something that doesn't apply to you that you are using simply because you can. It's like, Q, you know, if you go and say you have a fully stocked fridge, right, and you opt to go and take food out of a shelter. Like, there's nothing illegal about it. You know, the people there might not know whether or not you actually need the food or not, but you know you don't. If you look like me, too, you haven't shaved in a couple of weeks, you might even get in a little better. So. <laughs> like, you know you don't need to be taking that food um, and that you are taking it away from somebody else by doing it. Well, It's, it's like e- when they offer free ketchup packets at the restaurant, you can get like 200 of them instead of... No, of no, no. Hey, it's free ketchup screw, packets. Screw yeah, Burger King. Screw Burger King. They can buy the ketchup. Uh, I think so that's fair. David has been using tax loopholes to evade bajillions of dollars, rough estimate, in taxes, citation needed, 
uh, in taxes by using loopholes that were actually designed in the United States in the 1990s to help small businesses, Q. Small businesses. How big is Roblox? It's just a small little thing, right? I mean, how many times do different things designed to benefit small businesses end up totally not benefiting them and benefiting much larger companies? Yeah. That's just... In 1993, we signed into law a tax exemption law aimed at startups and small business companies called the Qualified Small Business Stock Exemption. And basically what it said that if it was an entity was worth less than $50 million, it could qualify for some reduced taxes. Now, when Roblox was founded in 2004, it actually did qualify for that exemption because it was worth less than $50 million. But the CEO has repeatedly gifted stock to family members to shield portions of the company from taxes, but still having control over the entire thing because it's his family that Mm -hmm. has the stock. (sighs) And now the company is worth what? Oh, only like, uh, I think it was 40 billion, something like that. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. You should be ashamed of yourself. You absolutely and no, you, and you're no, not. They have no, no there's and you're no not, shame here. And you're not. And you're never going to hear this anyway because it's not like you care. But you should absolutely, absolutely be ashamed of yourself. Activision deciding to go on the legal offensive. You know, I think they're on the defensive enough, right? Like, has anybody else has the SEC said anything lately about what they're doing? No. Mm-hmm. But Activision's going to go ahead and sue. Uh, some Call of Duty Warzone cheat makers while saying, hey, you've caused us millions in damage, <laughs> Jason, which is just... Irreparable really... harm. Yeah. Uh, that's always the word you see, irreparable harm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, Q, but I think irreparable harm might apply to you being sexually harassed in your cubicle at work <laughs> by your employer than it does when we're talking about an aimbot in Call of Duty Warzone. I mean, I'm just saying. What what's that line from the Princess Bride? You keep using that word, and I don't think it means what you think it means. inconceivable. <laughs> you keep using the word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, who is this, Jason? Who's go- what's going on here? Unfortunately, they're probably going to win because what they're doing is illegal. But oh yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't have. I, you should sue cheat makers or doing aimbots. Like I don't have an issue with that. And. Everybody hates seeing those in games get to get matched up against them, or as is usually the case, ninety percent of the time, not getting actually matched up against an aimbot, but playing someone who's much better than you. But whatever. Occasionally, there are actual aimbots and wall hacks and whatever. And you know, as you say, Blizzard is going after Activision. Blizzard is going after uh, a German cheat maker called Engine Owning, seeking twenty five hundred dollars for each violation of the law, which I assume means that like for every cheat they've sold. So, you know, if they sold a thousand cheats, that would be uh, about two point five million. So, their 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 fees for the thing for the thing cost uh, anywhere from like five to forty five dollars, depending on like how long you buy them for. So it's it is wonderful, I guess, to me, just watching how fast they respond to something like this. While it takes us weeks to get any response on the Raven leadership walkout that started like three weeks ago, and as I saw like yesterday, like last night when I was looking, I saw someone tweet on Twitter. They did they did point out something about that. You know, first of all, yeah. 
Activision Blizzard did put out a statement about the, the walkout and said we're working with employees and so forth. And apparently, employees said this was the first we heard of it. <laughs> we saw the press release same as you guys. <laughs> so I'm sure you're know. shocked by this, Q. <laughs> yeah, Pikachu shock face. <laughs> I'm sure you're absolutely shocked by this. Yeah. And in absolutely predictable legal fashion, Snail Games is now suing Angela Game and Tencent over the whole Myth of Empires. So remember, when we last left you on this saga, Myth of Empires was suing Snail Games because they got their game taken down for these allegations of copyright stuff. Well, Snail Games is saying, uh, no. And in fact, we're suing you, we're suing Tencent, they're suing a number of uh, organizations that they say either took part in this or absolutely had to know what was going on. And what they're claiming now that I think is interesting is that they're claiming Angela Game is now repeatedly revising the Myth of Empires code, removing or revising code headers and other copied elements to cover up their theft. They had no reason to do this other than to erase evidence of misconduct and they specifically, Jason, addressed something we asked before, like, okay, how generic are these placeholders? Are they things that, like, a programmer might take with them for their entire life, Q? Like, hey, I've just always used clone one, clone two, clone three. And, you know, it's just how my brain works. Uh, and they're saying, no, 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 no. These items um, are prevalent throughout the entire thing. And they are not items that people would just generally use as generic placeholders. They are very, they're specific enough that it proves their case. Well, I, and yeah, we did discuss that the last time. And it's like, it's, it, there are things that it's just because I, I don't know. I've always had a habit of naming things stuff, stuff one, stuff two. <laughs> Everything's just stuff. Stuff um, underscore one. <laughs> Stuff revise, whatever, but the, the, stuff. The Everything point they up. make in particular is that while yeah. a lot of Angela Games employees were employed by Snail Games, 60 none of them out of 82, source, in fact. But none of them worked on the ARC source code, so they didn't directly program and come up with those names. So, yeah, so there's no reason them? that they would have just, hey, I, yeah. that's what I used when I worked on ARC, so I'm going to use it here on Myth. So, I mean, yeah. it would be interesting to see what what the things are that they're They did that in, in the previous... Yeah. Uh, you saying we saw the claim of it. So, yeah, we yeah. talked about it last show, I think, with Troy. Um, yeah, it is interesting. That was, that was a whole year I ago. I mean, Tencent, <laughs> Tencent's kind of, you got to be, if you're in Tencent, you're probably a little worried right now. Things in China aren't going great, right? Like, no, we've had no. like tens of thousands of games not, you know, just sit there not being approved for release in China and companies closing now because of yeah. not being able to release in China. It's not something we really cover all that much in Mobomb because it's kind of just general business news, and that's not really our, our forte unless we're bored that day, and Jason's like, yeah, sure, I, why not? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it is important to note that those Chinese laws that are stopping games, it's, it's been weeks now, and tens of thousands of games have just sat there waiting for approval, and we're starting to see the companies closing pile up. And you well, have I mean, the, they're forced to Genshin Impact to have to change costumes on characters. Yeah. Just I mean, they've done they that were, a lot. They, they were like, cover up those. Ago. Right, yeah. but Genshin Impact's been out for like a year now? And you're yeah, just yeah. now. been out for like three years. And you're now, you're just now right saying, here. hey, cover them boobs? Arsenal was out for boobs. three or four it's years. Like, it's a window that's like on the collarbones, basically. The boobs aren't even sticking out on like yeah. two of them. And apparently, 
you know, black tights are okay, or you know, like black pantyhose are okay. Fishnets, not okay. What? What? Yeah. It's, no, what I'm waiting for because they do have that thing about effeminate male characters, and that's what yeah. I'm waiting to see what happens on Genshin because. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all of them. That's all of them. My afternoon drinking there. No, I wish it was like a bourbon or something. It's just iced tea. <laughs> Sipping a bourbon. It does, it does look like it could be like brandy yeah, or something. Yeah, that's right? no, just that's when we're doing the. Uh, I the add rum to my tea. State of the Realm podcast over with Mr. Happy. We'll drink some uh, bourbon. Hmm. Uh, all right, let's get to it before we slide over to the weekly bombs. Jason, we locked in our predict- predictions for 2021 at the beginning of last year. Five predictions. Let's see who won, how we did. And then, then lock in some for 2022. Where do you want to kick it off? First of all, those headers look different on the article than they did when I was doing my preview, but whatever. I'll maybe fix it later. And why is it an extra posture? Anyway, blah, blah, blah. anyway. Uh, where do we want to kick it off? Kick it off with what we said last year. Yep, that'll work. Which, uh, now I, gotta, I, gotta, I can't stand looking at that article now, but anyway, I'll do it <laughs> right later. There. I know, well, it's, it's, it's like a bonus apostrophe there somehow. Anyway. All right, so last year's predictions. They were not good. Uh, we'll start off like well, that. Well, for Number you. One, for you. Yeah, well, Some of us well, did yeah. better. Yeah. Well, I, I like to know if Mike says, look at the years of predictions we made. I was like, well, I mean, I guess you kind of were involved with them, but I started with it, so I don't know. All right, so prediction number one was Among Us will go free to play on all platforms. Uh, That's what yeah, Jason thought, yeah. Because I've said every game, every year we have some game that goes free to play, and this year I picked it Among Us, and it wasn't true, so. Yeah. You and Mike, you and Mike disagreed, so they got that one, and yeah. I was. You and I were like, "No, that's not going free to play yet." Nah. But I was right in thinking that there was going to be a major game that go free to play. It was just it PUBG. just wasn't Among Us. <laughs> that's pretty much a gimme. So PUBG, BG. like two PUBG. years from now, these these predictions are going to be so lame. It's just going to be like something will go free. <laughs> something. Will, some kind of announce a game. Jason will be. I've missed too many years in a row. Something will go free. All right, so All Q right. and I are off to a 1-1 lead. Oh, sure. Why not? Right. What's next? Prediction two, Hyperscape won't survive 2021. That was my, my going to shut down game. And, well. And Q and, and I Q disagreed Q on that one, too. Yeah, and I was wrong because it's actually technically still around, but. Ugh. Just like like the, the we, Q, we get these points on a technicality because the servers are on. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> whatever. Change, I could change tomorrow easily. Right. But we last get the up, points. We get the points. Last site update was in April, so whatever. Uh, I predicted launching this year. Path of Exile 2, Lost Ark, and Riot's Project L. Just can we just can we just do this? Not maybe. <laughs> All uh, right. So Jason O for three on that one. Yeah. Q, Q agreed that Path of Exile 2 was going to launch this year, and Lost Ark was going to launch this year, but disagreed on Project L. So she gets one third of the point, I guess. And then I agreed that Lost Ark was going to launch last year, but I did not think PO2 or Project L. So I get two-thirds of the point. I'm willing to call this one a wash across the board because we all could... I could have walked away with three out of three if just original dates would have been stuck to. The only thing that caused me to not get full credit here was Lost Ark being delayed. So I'm willing, if you are Q, since we were the ones that got fractions of a point... To just have all three of us take a zero on this one, no partial points. If the judge is okay, judges are we allowed? Oh to hell yeah, judges we're hell yeah. Yeah, okay just, just do it because doing math with anything other than whole numbers seems ridiculous. 
All right, so that one's a zero for all of us, even though Q and I got partial credit, technically speaking. All right. Prediction number four, no new major game announcements from Daybreak Game Company. Q agreed with you. I thought they would announce something. I thought what they would do was officially announce the Marvel title we knew about. Mm-hmm. That that that's where I was banking on. We'll get the official announcement of that. We didn't. I mean, they just kind of confirmed more that they were working on it. But so yeah, you two get that so, one. Yeah, I got I one finally. Yep. So Q yeah, and I are at two, and Jason's at one. So prediction number five was a 2021. We'll have a surprise free to play hit that we've almost never heard of. Actually, Q's at three now, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, oh yeah 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 yeah. You're right. Sorry. Three to two to one. Uh, 2021 will have a surprise people hit we've almost never heard of. And Q agreed and Mike disagreed. And I, I went to chat and I checked the technicalities of it because I said the peak was going to be about 100,000 plus players on Steam. Yeah. Splitgate got to around 67,000, but we kind of talked over and said it, it was on other platforms, so it almost certainly went over that elsewhere. So we went with that. And so, yeah, I get a point there. Q gets another point because she agreed and you disagreed. So Q actually won this prediction Q, round. You won four out of five, and if you want to be technical about it, got four point three three out of five. <laughs> yeah, that's a tremendous year, Q. A tremendous year for you. I should have you. I mean, I might, I might argue with the judges on the split gate one a little bit, but it doesn't matter. I still don't win, even if I get the split gate point. That is impressive, Q. Well done. It'll well be the only time it ever done. happens. Yep. All right, Jason, what are your predictions? And Q, let's see if we agree or disagree. Let's lock them in. Chat, you can lock yours in in the comments on this article. I'll yes. put the link in the comments. Um, I uh, in the, the comments in, from last year's article. I didn't even see if anybody In the description here. It's important that you get your comments on this article on MMOBomb.com yes. because Jason does actually, when he writes the following <laughs> years, with the exception of this year's, when yeah, he writes the following year, he does... Put you up if you got them right and make fun of you if you got them wrong. So get your comments in. I'll put a link to this article in the timestamps in the description down below. What is prediction number one from Jason Winter? First of all, note that now that the new format, we don't have to just cover free-to-play games. I'm covering both free-to-play and pay-to-play games. Anything multiplayer, yeah. Although my first prediction kind of triggers on both because I'm going to say that New World is going to go free-to-play in 2022. Because I just think it's following the Star Wars mm. Old Republic trend perfectly. Huge budget, super hyped, delayed a little bit. Has look, Looks good in the first couple months, kind of heads downhill, and within a year goes free to play. That's exactly what Star Wars Old Republic did. I think it's what New, New World is going to do. Mm. So that's my prediction. What All do you right. think, Mike? Um... I can see there is your vote now. There isn't a bit of logic that you present that I can disagree with. There, there is no reason for me to go, Jason, you are wrong. And here is why I just, the only thing stopping me from 100% immediately agreeing with you is Amazon. Mm -hmm. I don't think Amazon feels the pressure the same way other companies would to make the money fast. I think there's a tremendous amount of pressure in Amazon games to make this a financial success. But as a company, I think they might be a little more willing to play the long game if they think that they, that they can't. I'm going to disagree with you 
I think we'll see deep sales. I think we'll see free trial weekends or, you know, free invite a friend months and stuff like that. But I don't think New World will go free to play this year. I'm going to disagree with you. I'll be perfectly honest. I really struggle with this one too. And I kind of think I, I'm a 50-50 on it. And I could agree with exactly everything you say that they're not going to do it. But I had to put something down. I wanted to go with this. I mean, so. how long did it take them to make a profit initially? You know, like they don't, they don't care. They just don't care. They might not care, but then look at how quickly they torched Crucible and, and didn't do Breakaway. So Right, but there's a difference might... in looking at something and going, this isn't going to make money, which I think is where they had to go with those products. And this could make money, but we're not there yet. And I think well, that's maybe. kind of where New World might be. Maybe. What do you think? I you? definitely don't agree with people in chat who think it's going to shut down. They are not going to give up. Yeah, I don't think so. If it was going to shut I down, I think it would have already. I think it, I actually I don't think it would have yeah, launched. I don't know about already, but I, I think I, it wouldn't yeah, have yeah. launched. I think it would have done breakaway, yeah. failed failed all the testing, and just disappeared. Right. What do you think, you? Well, see, that was the thing is I, I was kind of thinking about. You are right that Amazon doesn't have to make money off of this, but there is there is a tipping point, right? There is a point where something has to happen, otherwise they are wasting money on right. it. Right. So my. I was really pondering whether or not it would be they, you know, just go free to play or they just decide, screw it, dump the entire thing and do something else. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with yes, but like much like they're going to run it as far as they possibly can. Before reaching so you're looking that like point. like yes, but it'll happen in like Q4 type thing. Yeah, way way out there. Like after right. after they've finally decided that all the disasters have been enough, and you know they need to do something else. Fan asking in chat: Does BDO style count as free to play or not? No. Like even if the box is three dollars, it still has a box fee. That's still buy yeah. to play. Although I will also add one caveat: that if it shuts down without going free to play, we'll consider this category a wash. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. What's next? Uh, next one. Reversing what I did last time. I think this time we will have a major game announcement from Daybreak. I think they will announce the Marvel game most likely. Can we say that the Marvel game does not count as a major announcement then? What do you mean? What do you mean it doesn't? For the same Why reasons that you were making in uh, your prediction up above that, yeah, there was the Marvel news MMO, but it's old news. And it's not well, an official no. announcement. That has, has to be an official announcement. It has to be a trailer, a press release, something like that. Not a job listing. Not as little mention in the. Uh, ah, in, then in the I have to documents. say yes to this one because I, I think okay. they're going to announce Marvel this year. I'm going to go further though. Okay, where you go as far as I did? I'll, you see how far I went? I'll say that. Yeah, I saw where you went. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I think you're nuts. Uh, <laughs> so Jason in the article went a little further saying, yeah, probably going to be that Marvel thing. So this might be a safe prediction, but we haven't heard anything on the EverQuest front in years. And it might be time with new ownership and stuff that they might have been exploring there. I don't know. I'd love to. I'd love it. I'd love to see what they might be thinking about doing. Not, not that it might be good or not. I don't know. Uh, but I think we will see a major announcement of a new title in addition to the Marvel game. Whether it's EverQuest oh, okay. or not, I'm not going to lock that in, but I, I agree with you that I'll give this a yes because Marvel's definitely going to be announced this year, but I'm also going to take it a step further and say they got something else up their sleeve. All right. Hugh, what do you think? Yeah, I agree on 
both accounts, actually. I, I figure we'll get the Marvel thing by, what, E3? They'll, yeah, they'll which is digital it. only now this year. They just announced that I could today. see him holding off till like like the Game Awards in November or something like that. I haven't published yeah. that article yet because we were doing the cast, but E3 is digital only this year. Mm-hmm. What's next? All right. Uh, now going completely in the not free-to-play category, Anthem's going to just go away. Remember Anthem? Yeah, I do. Makes me sad. 12 people who played it, but... Makes me yeah, sad. Yeah, it came out in 2019. It's already been three years that it came out. And about a year ago, like last February, they said we're just not we're not doing anything else on it. Yeah, they they told the revamp team no thanks uh, after yeah. letting them work for whatever eight months or ten months or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. And I, I honestly, I gotta say I'm amazed it's still up now. And I think I said that on a gaming gumbo as we closed out the year when we mildly mentioned Anthem for some other reason. Um, that I'm I'm kind of amazed that it's still up now. I yeah, I agree with you. I think Anthem shuts down this year. Okay. You? How about you? I I forget it exists like ninety <laughs> percent. So did I. Look, I was just trolling around looking for stuff like, oh, what, what's a big game talking about? Oh, Anthem. I remember hearing about that. Is that still around? Oh, it is. Well, not for long. That, that's how I had to. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's let's just go with that. You you agree? Yeah. Also gonna show I think that one's hard to not agree with. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, but you know, if you if you guess otherwise, you'll get the point, and we we'll, and we won't. Yeah. You right. know what? Flip me over. Give me the. Right, I thought, I'll say Anthem survives 2022. Okay. I mean, it might just based on the fact that we've forgotten about it. I, you know what? <laughs> the more I think about it, I'm like, it might because it survived 2021. What did I say? is <laughs> also going to forget about it. They're going to there's some some, some okay. guy like end of 2022. They're going to be like, is Anthem still going? I don't know. Let's check. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, you know what? Server. Go Anthem. I'm fully behind you. Push okay. through 2022. Yes, they they will Mike survive. Mike disagrees. Mike disagrees and cheers for Anthem. Yes, Let me just write that in my Absolutely, notes. go Anthem team, all five of you. Whatever it is now. All right. Uh, another. This is my most nebulous one because I was really struggling to figure out a fifth one, so I went with this. This is actually the fourth on the list, but uh, another major MMORPG company will be bought. So yeah, that's the kind of nebulous. What is major? What is what is bought if you're talking about things like Daybreak? Is who the fuck knows what they do, but <laughs> but yeah. yeah and speaking in at the end of 2021, Perfect World got picked up by Embracer Group and is going to yeah. report to Gearbox. Yeah, and it's the is... weirdest bunch of because they bought Dark Dark Horse Comics too, and I'm just like, what are you people doing? Why not? Buy Empire. all the things. Like, why are you buying media everything? Empire. Although so, I yeah. guess it's not Vincent doing it. So. Um. I, I think in, I, this is another hard one to disagree with you, uh, and I think we are going to probably end up arguing over the term major when it comes uh, time to do this in 2023. But I'm going to say, yeah, I think with Tencent out there and Tencent suffering on the China front, they might even be a little more aggressive than the aggressive they've yeah. already been on some purchases just to shore up some of those missing Chinese funds. So, Or do yeah. they realize that things aren't going great and they can't spend all that money? So who knows? Uh, I don't know. I think you start scooping up more Western developers and make your money there instead. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think we'll all get in an or argument says over... Bungie again just for giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll all get Tencent in an buys Bungie. There we go. argument over major, but go ahead, Q. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like it's a thing that just has to happen because it always happens. It's just a matter of who, like, will it be Tencent? 
Or will it be, you know, some random company that we've never heard of before that just buys a whole bunch of stuff? So <laughs> now, keep in mind, I am, I did write MORPG company, so I right. No, again, I meant the, the purchasee. The purchasee is not the purchasee. I know. I'm just and I'm, I'm now waffling because I realized I mentioned like a World of Ten. I went through war gaming in there as a possibility, but anything that we call, I guess, I mean, I should reduce it to like MMO ish kind of game. So you know, yeah, stuff like I, I that, mean, but. it does fit the MMO. It's a it's I mean, just I have my RPG own. unless there's something I don't know about right. World of Tanks. Like maybe tank, there's heavy tank. Tank romance. We've on. talked about that before. <laughs> anyway. And the last one. And the last one, because had to, we had to talk about, you know, this whole bullshit at some point. And I think Bobby Kotick will survive the year. He will still be CEO of, of Activision Blizzard at the end of the year. Mm. This one is going to provide a little bit of thought, I suppose. <sighs> Q, you, you, do you have your answer? I, I'll let you go I'm, I'm going to go with no because I don't want the fucker to continue to be in there and I'm just going to yeah, put it out there into the universe. So leading with heart. Leading with heart. Yes. I'm just forcing my will on the universe. <laughs> there you go. Hey, if, if it works, it works. Could you give me? Could you help me win the lottery? Uh, I have no idea. <sighs> and again, this is another one, Jason, where it's like I can't argue with the logic of the rich going to, you know, rich people going to rich. Um mm -hmm. And the shareholders, I know some of them, a minority, would, would rather him not be there, but uh, the majority are still fine as long as the stock price is fine. Which it isn't. Which it isn't. <laughs> and I, that's like the only thing that's stopping me from agreeing with you because I, the, the negative naysayer in me thinks you're probably right and Bobby Kotick will still be CEO of Activision. But the the other side of me is saying, the big factor here is not the lawsuits, it's the stock price, and the stock price is hurting and still hurting and has been hurting for a while. And I think that could potentially piss off enough shareholders because you don't need them all. Mm -hmm. This might be a little more heart than logic, but I'm going to agree with Q and say that he is ousted by the end of the year. Okay. I Believe me, like I 100% would not even blink an eye in surprise that he is still there at the end of the year. Maybe this is a little more heart, but I think that stock price poses a problem for him. Okay. Yeah. Poses a problem. Let us know your predictions in the comments below. I'll link the article down below so that you can get to it nice and quick. Let's slide over and do the weekly bombs. Yeah, I guess we should uh, ask that too. Well, well, you actually put it so that he would still be the CEO, right? Um, I'll say he he will still be employed. Well, because the, the you have it worded on the site, he, Kodak will still be CEO of Activision. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. Okay, just exactly yeah, that. Because yeah, yeah. I think I, I just saw in chat too that yeah, I I could also see a scenario where he's still there, but he's not CEO anymore. And so okay. we're actually talking about him being CEO there, not okay. totally ousted. All right. Uh, I'm going to give an A-bomb to Star Citizen's new 40K, $40,000 ship bundle. Have we not done this enough, people? I understand you may be excited for what that game could potentially offer by the time you're 70. I totally understand it, and I get it. I get hyped for stupid things all of the time. But I don't keep giving them money 
every two months for things I can go and look at or mildly play with in an alpha for years now. This has been a thing since Game Breaker. God, that was six, seven years ago. Has it only been that long? Please stop. I don't want it to go away. Like if there's going to be something neat there for you that you like and it comes Pop out, the, the, great. That's it. That, that's all. You, that, that's what he's been relying on for all that time. I don't want it to go away. It could be neat. It could be neat. It could be neat. No, 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 no. I, I don't want them to be selling shit. Like it's, I'm not one of those people that's like that whole thing just needs to disappear now. If it's totally exposed as a fraud, which a lot of people think it is, and I'm not going to go there because I've not done a, nearly enough research to form an, a, a, an opinion on that one yet. Gut says it's not looking good, but that is just a gut reaction. Stop buying $40,000 worth of spaceships in any game, much less one you can't actually fully play and realize. Come on. Go ahead, Q. Uh, I'm giving both an A-bomb and a D-bomb to the uh, Genshin Impact costume stuff because we're getting right the extras right and the extra costumes are cute and cool and everything, but I hate, hate the reason they're having to do them. Jason? Uh, I'm going to give an A-bomb to uh, Bioware General Manager Gary McKay, who I just wrote an article about because he did a little letter about you know, talking about the previous year and what's to come and so forth. And in his, you know, challenges of the previous year, he talked about how it was uh, so good that we helped each other during the, the ice storms in Austin and how everything, well, we all came together for that. And I was like, you know, that reminds, making that into a rah-rah, look at how we rallied point thing kind of feels like when you talk about uh, a kid having to sell $1,000 worth of lemonade so his parents don't get evicted or someone having to go fund me for their hospital bills. It's like people were having to boil water in a major U.S. city to stay alive. Don't turn that into a, if, isn't it greatly persevered kind of thing? Turn that into a, this city freaking blows or state or whatever, however you want to put it. But don't don't make it part of your cheerleading efforts for the year. So A-bomb to that. Yeah, uh, Ninja Pan is in chat bringing up somebody leaving uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, that was the Skull and Bones associate director, Antoine Henry, who left Ubisoft. We'll be talking about that a little bit, just uh, joking-wise on Gaming Gumbo tomorrow. Um... <laughs> from uh, chat here, we got Ninja Panda saying, dub bomb to the new year and hopefully everyone had a good one. And to my new hobby of building gunplay kits, gunpla kit, I, I think it's gunplay. I got a master grade, oh, Gundam. Okay, so, okay. Gundam kits, got a master grade MBF PO2 Kai, uh, a stray red frame kit today, and A bomb to NFTs. There's just not needed. That's it. To call saying, as promised, here's my A-bomb for Mike. Final Fantasy 14 is fine as it is. If you want Mythic-type stuff, WoW is there. Let 14 keep 14-ing. Well, I specifically said I did not want the Mythic system in the dungeons on the show yesterday. Talking about the Relic grind over on Ready Check Radio. Now available on audio and Amazon Music as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Check us out. We'll be doing Gaming Gumbo tomorrow night there, 7 p.m., Wrapping up some uh, gaming news of the week with Mr. Jason and Mr. Yod. From YouTuber MMOBomb.com, Nasagra saying, A-bomb Detroit's take on the player reactions to Final Fantasy XIV cues. The reason people aren't raking fourteen over the coals over cues is because they had a large unexpected influx of new players right before an expansion brought back old players back at a time where companies all over the world are fighting for every chip they can get. 
Had this influx happened in 2019 or before when they could have gotten servers but then chose not to get them, or there was a company like Amazon who owns the cloud service platform running a third of the, to the half of the internet, then the players would have been less forgiving. Also, yes, Yoshi P building up a ton of goodwill through open and honest communication over a very long period of time is reducing the amount of flack he gets now, but isn't that a good thing? So Nisagra slapping back at Troy. Go ahead, Jason. Wasn't wasn't the reason they got a whole lot of new players because they had the free trial that went on forever? So uh, hey, have you heard of the critically or? acclaimed? <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Breckner Carroll says, totally on Troy's side. If WoW did that, everyone would be literally pulling down their pants and shitting on them. But look, we have lots of reasons to pull down our pants and shit on them. <laughs> exactly. We had, to, had, to put, had to put both in there, right? Somebody agreeing with Troy and somebody trying to slap Troy. So we, we had to put both of them in there. In the interest of objective reporting. Go ahead, GQ. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay, I yeah. it was it's yes, objective reporting on the Always Online podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, kinetic fetus. I've got a couple of da-bombs. One is for Neon Abyss. It's the first roguelike that made me enjoy the genre. The other is for Atlas Invasion, the Atlas Invasion event in A Path of Exile. It's nice to see bosses that I wouldn't normally get to see because I don't play in-game content. The uniques dropping like it's in fashion is pretty great as well. Uh, Leviathana, first time chat viewer. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, says, didn't Kodak say something that the only way he would leave is if he was dragged out by his feet or something? He'd try and stay there till the bitter end. Uh, what he said recently was that he would only consider leaving if he felt he could not fix the company in a timely fashion, which is, a, totally meaningless, which is totally a meaningless statement, it. which was a totally yeah. meaningless statement. Are long queues still a thing? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, during prime times, more so than anything right now. But yes, there's still a thing. Uh, Razy0101, a bomb to my water heater bursting, leaving me without hot water and the plumber not measuring the installation entrance properly. So out of hot water for one week plus. Fun. Ugh. Ray, been there. I hope everything's working out now. That's totally awful. But I, I hope it's great when you can look better. back. When you look back in a year and talk about how you persevered about that, isn't that going to be wonderful? Oh my God, Jason! Shut don't you up want and, your boss? Shut don't up you and read the next one. Talk to you about that? That. Read the next don't you one. Want your boss, to tell you how great that was. Oh, read the next one. Creus says about the arc install size. That thing was out of date after the last DLC Lost Island. Installing everything, it takes 396 gig. Yeah, we had to we had to look it up on the fly because we we you know chat had mentioned it on the yeah. last show and none of us had it installed personally to Oof. go check. So we, we pulled it up on the fly, but apparently, yeah, it was out of date. Uh, I did check. The Creus, you are I, absolutely right. I have an arc drive. I have a, a, an SSD, and I have, or I have a I have hard an arc, drive, and I have yeah. an arc drive. You yeah, have an arc computer. That's like all that computer does. <laughs> Go ahead, Q. Uh, box, Wiggly Bomb, giving a da bomb to gaming in general, as much as all the negative news is out there about certain companies being greedy or scummy. Games are still a fun medium and go for go to for many people, myself included. Even though I've grown in and out of games over the last few years, there's still many that I go back to thanks to a backlog I've kept up with since 2010 and going back to older games. Uh, and going back to older games I've had in my Steam library, some even more than a decade now. It's always fascinating to me because I can see the progress games have made over the years. Early on in the year, I told myself I'd try out different games of different genres every month and just kind of go through each for at least an hour or two. Went through many free-to-play games I haven't even thought 
of uh, thought of or played in many years, both on and off Steam, and it was really refreshing. Sorry about typing out a wall of text. I just figured I'd drop an essay long bomb since you folks are going to be gone for almost a month. And happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's to all of you at MMO Bomb. That is very, very kind. We did put up a happy holidays video to extend those thoughts to all of you as well. If you haven't checked it out, go go check it out. It's two minutes and Troy's... I think Troy thought we were... I asked, hey, can you get me a picture of all of you posing for the MMO Bomb firefighter ca uh, calendar? Uh, you go watch the video. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> Sujet says, A-bomb to the beta for super people requesting a phone number. Game company does not need my phone number. I agree. Yeah. I, I hate that. I hate when games do that. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. I want to comment on Box for saying all the games he's playing that are still fun. I'm like, you still play games for fun? Square Enix wants to tell you you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Activision's been trying to tell us that for years. True. Yeah. Anyway, Sujet says a bomb to the I, oh, no, I did sorry, that Yamikami. One Yamikami yeah. says the bomb after one and a half years my company resumed work. Can you believe that I can you believe that? I can't. I had totally forgotten how it feels to be receiving salary. Also, I have unlearned how to do things like getting up at a certain time and talking to people. So the first days were rough to say the least. But I'm slowly getting into things again, make life great again until the next lockdown that is. Yeah, I'll say Yami Kami, I've been in having been unemployed a period of time, that is rough going to that whole eight to five grind again, which I think I will never have to do again, frankly. <laughs> uh, a bomb for the Wheel of Time and Cowboy Bebop live action adaptations. I was looking forward to both of them, and both are absolute garbage. Yeah, so I've been looking forward to both of them. I haven't watched either of them. I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna watch Cowboy Bebop now knowing that it's canceled yeah. anyway, and I you know, I'll just go watch the anime again. Is Wheel of Time bad? I thought it was getting I hear people saying I haven't good started things, it yet. Yeah, everything I've seen has been it hasn't like, been canceled. Glowing reviews for it. I don't know. Yeah, I do. I will check out Wheel of Time though. So, uh, question of the week last week is the fractured slash Gamigo partnership a good one in your eyes? Are you more or less likely to try fractured uh, online out now? Nasaka says question of the week. I went from zero chance of playing fractured because I didn't know about it to zero chance of playing Fractured because of Gamigo. So, no change on my side. <laughs> mm. Oof. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, ben Willock says, Gamigo is where games go to die. Even more so than Valve? Mm. I mean, I yeah. guess there's a couple of places where games could yeah, die. Yeah, and, and I talked about when we did the talked about this, Jason, that like that's not an unfair representation you know gamigo's owned by a merger company and acquisition company and that's kind of what they do like what can we buy cheap and leave on to make money but this one feels a little different not that it's going to be different but it is a little different from their mmo and that they're picking up something that isn't even released yet here not buying something like rift that is you know in its elderly stages at this point this is a bit of a different play here for gamigo I don't know if that means did they'll treat say, it differently or not. We'll see. Did you say a little different from their MMO on purpose? <laughs> from their MMO? Instead of from their MO? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, wow. I didn't do it. I, I wish I was that clever. No, it was just a slip of the tongue. Go ahead, Q. Uh, Yami Kami. I don't know, and I think nobody knows. In order to see if it's a good decision or a good change, I would need to play the game as it was released without Gamigo, and as it was with gaming at the same time to make a judgment on that. It was was it actually ever released? No. Yeah. I mean, something, they've, they've, they've done testing playable. phases. They've, yeah, they've, they've done testing phases. That's it. They haven't actually released it. Yeah. Guessly says, really? Has anything good ever come ever happened when Gamigo acquired something? 
Either it had bad to mediocre results, game shutting down or after pump and dump being in maintenance mode before then shutting down. If Fractured will have something positive out of this, my guess is that the same as everyone else, a short-term profit. And if I'm wrong, then you did it. You crazy son of a bitch, you did it, Gamigo. Something off topic, how do you like the Square uh, Square Enix NFT announcement? I'll refer you to the Relic Grind episode available on YouTube. But I've been making fun of it like at least three yeah, times just on this show. But yeah. yeah, we're not we're not happy about it. Go ahead, Jason. RS Jabber says, honestly, I didn't even know there was a game called Fractured, but now that I see Gamiga was involved, I'm not really interested. That's I'd forgotten about Fractured for several years. I think I got it confused with something else too. So people asked the CEO in their stream, like, what are you doing about people that are requesting refunds and stuff like that that are leaving now that you've announced this partnership? And he was like, you know, we hate to see them go, but honestly. We've picked up over 5,000 new accounts in a single day since we made the announcement. Like that that's those are huge numbers compared to what we've ever done in the past. So maybe they're not leaving in the droves you think they're leaving. Yeah. Uh who's next here? Q? Lord Future. Oh, Q. Is it Q or is it you? Yeah, it's Q. It's, it's Q. Q. Okay. Lord Future, Gamigo is the gaming equivalent of a boiler room brokerage house carrying out a pump and dump scheme. <laughs> not a lot of people happy here. Razy0101, question of the week. Not really invested in that, but I'm watching the game. Haven't really interacted with Gamigo much as a company due to no interest in their IPs. I hope it goes well. And, you know, maybe maybe that's the best we can hope for, Jason. Finish it off. Effectson says, hmm, probably just some... DOE for Gamigo. Dough. D-D-O-E. Some dough. dough. Oh, it's supposed to be like dough? Like, yeah, oh, some cheddars on. from okay. some Skrilla. Yeah, okay. Well, that's like <laughs> D-O-U-G-H anyway. Oh, stop it. What did I, I'm Probably just some female deer for Gamigo? What? Yeah. I don't get Do- it. <laughs> probably just some dough, a deer, a female deer. Deer. Ray, a drop of golden sun for no, Gamigo. No, Ray was the last mom. Ray Z 101. <laughs> Question of the week this week. Let us know what is the number one multiplayer or MMO, MMORPG game scheduled for release this year or probably scheduled for release this year that you're looking forward to and why. If you're not looking forward to anything, why not on that front too? Let us know in the comments below. While you're there, don't forget your weekly bombs. Dub bomb for something good, a bomb for something bad in the world of gaming or just life in general. We'll, of course, be back next Friday twitch.tv slash mmobomb at 1 p.m. Eastern with next week's show. Until then, Q, where can everybody find you? If I'm actually paying attention on Twitter at Cortland, but I'm probably not paying attention. Jason. On Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. On that note, I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at MMOBum so we can tweet at you with all the news, articles, first look videos, podcasts, and so much more. Until next time, gang, stay safe, and we'll see you on the servers.